Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to check all your faces, all your smiles, as Pastor Prem always says, you know. And such a joy to be in the house of God, the best place you can choose to be. In fact, every day, but we get a chance to meet once a week to come and celebrate like this. There is power when the people of God come together. So communion, common union. We all celebrate our faith. And the church grew in the fellowship, koinonia. They grew in sharing, they grew in the teaching of God's word. And so uh, what we are doing <coughs> is something that heaven has prescribed. If you want to work with God, any design that comes from heaven will survive. No wonder God would call men and women up to his mountain and he would prescribe a design. Do it according to me. When Noah went to heaven, or probably received instructions, uh, rather received instructions from God, the reason why his ark survived, probably somebody would have had this ark technology or a boat or something like that. But it survived because God said, build it this way. Moses would go, and even if you look at any other text, they were patterns of worship. But when God would take Moses and say, do it this way. And so sometimes in life we need to wait and we got to do it God's way. Amen. Amen. God's things must be done God's way. The other side is if we don't do it, we incur God's wrath. And that's how it is. If you play according to the rules, you will win. If you go away from your track, and so this fellowship is very important as we come together uh, to celebrate. Today we celebrate the table of the Lord. The Lord said, do this in remembrance of me. And so in, in fact, he wants us to be, you know, full of him and his finished work and the glories of God. God's perfections are so great. If you're only feasting on the love of God, there's just one year. It's like we are baby drinking uh, you know, Christians and, and milk uh, drinking babies and pampers and whatnot. You know, you're on that. And so we're feasting, but there is so much of God. When you go to the council of God, when you, when you go to the, to, to the mysteries of God and stand before his throne, the judgments of God become more clear. The righteousness of God is what Paul is talking about. He said, it's entrusted to me how to get right with God. There are dimensions of God that God will reveal to you. And, you got to pay the price. Grace has a labor. Paul labored to do what we are doing. He gave some instructions. So I know that's not my message, but I thought I'll bless the body of Christ with that. What we are doing is most important for your soul. Outwardly, there are many things that are happening, but unless we are con connected to the frequency of heaven, you will never hear God. We will never. We will come and we will go away. I pray the blessing of God will be upon the fellowship. And, and, and all the labor that you take in the morning to come here to be seated in the presence. See, God is light, as Pastor said. Light, you know, therapy, just go sit down. Vitamin D is available from? Please tell answer so that I will drink some water. Yeah. Available from? Sun. From what time to what time? Morning. Seven morning. Nine. Seven to nine is one version. Yes. Thank you, Pastor. Any updated version on that? <laughs> nine. nine to eleven? Yes. Google answer, anybody? It says 10 to 3. I know because of whether the ozone layer depletion or something like that. You, What you go, do in light therapy, you just go sit down. You don't do anything. Radiations pass by. That's the power of the presence of God. Sometimes you cannot see. Sometimes you can't open your mouth. Sometimes you come with that heaviness. But come to the light. Stay in the light. Stick to the light. Sometimes you may not understand everything. But once the light penetrates, in him was life and that life was light. Light equals life in the spirit. And so every time you come to the light, there is some, some component of life that starts kicking in you. That's the presence of the almighty God. Sometimes no wonder you would, you would, you would just be there. You would lift your hands. You would utter a line. You go with one line as a chant over and over again. And that's what they used to do in the Old Testament. And so God would bless you and release you. Never miss the presence. It is free. He paid the price. Amen. Yeah, I'm getting carried away the other side. Um, when we come, I, I wanted to say this. Uh, we all have, uh, you know, we've become the selfie generation now. And sometimes the cameras are bought, or sorry, the phone is bought because of the camera. And they're boasting about those days, one camera was there now, became two, then it became three, now four, now we have five lenses also there behind. Any camera? Yeah. 
And so we want to get it. And once you start looking at the camera and take a picture, before you take a picture, there's something that uh, you apply, or we apply, or they apply, whatever. What do they apply to get a more clearer picture? Just in case your face is full of pimples like mine, fully punctured, you know, and you don't want uh, all that. What do you apply? Ah, filter. And so that, you know, sometimes you are uh, chocolate brown, dark brown, this brown, that brown, and then you want to become hash brown and uh, light brown. So you apply one filter. What does the filter do? Filter will remove things from the original picture. Sometimes when we come, because the church has been there for the last 2,000 years, and we come from different backgrounds, we come with our own filter when we look at God's word. I'm a filter. We have denominational filters. You know, I am a brother in, you know, I don't touch those portions because we put one filter. I'm a CSI. You know, uh, we, we, we were born Baptist and uh, we had only one CSI church some 30 years ago. So we were CSI. Then little time Sunday school was very strong in Methodist. So mommy pushed us to Methodist. A Methodist pastor was a friend and, and his wife was a colleague. So we went to Methodist. Then she said, the Nora youth meeting is in AG church. You go to AG. So we went to AG. Then uh, when we were playing some music, she said, go to Seventh Day. We went to Seventh Day. Then we went to Catholic Church. We went to Catholic. We went everywhere. And uh, each, each the ones I remember going and doing a meeting in uh, Seventh Day Adventist, they said, come and do a music program. I said, yes, don't bring drums. I said, drum. Pentecostal worship goes only by drums. Without that, tick, 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 how? And so I said, uh, you see, you have to do something. At last, I convinced them that if we can use a keyboard beat, Ah, they said, okay. Keyboard, you put the beat, but don't bring the big drum. It's, you know, we have filters. And God bless every, I, I believe in every denomination, God has his people. We cannot judge anyone. He is God. Let God be God. Let man be a liar, as the verse says. Now, I pray that today we will remove our filters to see what God's word is there for us. Yeah. And only when I preach that the, the clock has got some strange, I'll follow two clocks to see whether I'm on time today. And, um, the, the, I still would like to uh, stick to our verse and uh, I want to bring a small thought today. I'll try to do my best to cut it off at some point. You know, the Spirit of God will minister to us. My sheep hear my, 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 let there be some voice. My voice. I just want to speak on voice today. And uh, I try, titled it very strange. Yeah. Ah. Thank you. Uh, you see, I minister to young people, so I use always, you know, some kind of images that might be a little strange for a, a very orthodox setting. So I titled this, The Ministry of Sound, Voice and Shout. If you notice the songs that we sang today, some shout was there, some, some, some voice was there, some noise was there, some sound was there. And I want to call it the spirit strategy. Sound, voice, sound, shout is very powerful in the spirit. And I want to open it up. And uh, since we are a worshipping church, we spend half of our time on Sunday making a sound, making some noise, and lifting up our voice, and then shouting. It's very significant. If you have come today to celebrate silence, this message will disappoint you. Uh, if you're looking for a peace of mind, telling I want a very quiet room, today's service is not for that. And today I would like to tell you the power of what happens when you open your mouth anywhere, anytime. Collectively, when we come, lift our hands and say, shout to the Lord. When we come and say, clap your hands. Suddenly you will find both the pastors, I find Leonard taking touch to clap hands. I strongly believe in clapping of hands. I'll tell you today, I pray the Spirit of God will unlock. My sheep hear my voice. That means the shepherd has got a sound. Shepherd has got some vibrations. Shepherd has got some reverberations that the sheep is able to pick up that sound. Only when you pick up that sound is when you have every promise going to work. And I just want to open up a little bit and then try to tell you that the power of your Christian life is in your mouth. What that amen, that amen what brother DP said, I tell you the power of that. It's not a joke. And I pray that you'll remove the filters of every denomination. Filters of all your cultural background. How do we get culture from? Tradition, culture. Anything you keep telling over and over again, it becomes a culture. It turns to a tradition. Even lying or a truth. That's how it is passed on. And so today I pray that you will go undiluted 
into God's word. May the spirit of God give us grace to understand that that which you produce from your mouth, the sound is a ministry of God and unto God. It's a strategy in the spirit. And we strongly believe that. And let's go to understand this. The reason why, uh, please note that yellow color flight. It's called spirit. Just in case you stumbled upon USA uh, instead of USB, our city. And then you'll find this budget flight called spirit. Hold it in your It'll help you. That's the wave. Sound is a wave. So those who are used to recording, you have an audio file. It's a sine wave. It goes up, it goes down. It, it travels in wave. It's just not grammar. Most of us, we think we don't pray because we think I'm not high sounding. I don't have the gift of language. No, no, no. I don't know Tamil properly. I don't even forget about that grammar. The unschooled, when, 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 when Pentecost happened, 6,000 priests were in the temple. But the power was with those who spoke a strange tongue. It's not how you get your grammar right. It's not high voltage vocabulary. It is not to impress others. You pray. No, it's much more than that. Even a groaning in the spirit. Even a cry. It's not about whether you sing in rhyme, rhythm, meter. I, I, I'm in the music. I know stuff. But it's not about that. It's not about how well you sing in tune. It's not about the tune. It's whether you have a voice. So I pray that today, uh, I'll give two introductions and then get on to last. I'll close it up with two stories. And I hope I will be well within time. Let's go. To this picture. And I want to give a little background on this picture. Now let's all dialogue together. The people of Israel were in the were, were in were in uh, Egypt for 40, 40 years? Ah, 40 into 10. 400? Somebody want to be more precise? 30 years, Auntie. 100 months. For 30 years. For 30 years they were in what slavery? What did they have with them? Nothing. There were no song, no congregation, uh, no Zoom meeting. They all had one cry. I'll come back to that. And so they were free uh, by this whole prophet called Moses, their leader. Moses comes one day and tells, I met God. Only you saw God. So none of them had seen God. Okay. So this is Moses. I saw, I met with God in the garden. Uh, sorry, in the, in the burning bush. I heard a voice of the angel come out from the bush. And he told me that I will... We all will be free. All of them bought into that idea. They said, yes, we believe in you. Ten miracles in Egypt. Ten miracles out of Egypt. They are free. They come. They had never seen God for 430 years. And another 80 years of Moses' life. Or another 40 years. Say 460 years, so, so to speak. They travel from Goshen. They have to come to Pai Harirot. That is the borderline. They need to cross the Red Sea, which took some time. And they literally travel one 24 months and they come to this place called Mount Sinai. They've never seen God at all. So first time the Lord tells Moses, I want to show myself to people. Can you imagine a generation is about to see their God who has orchestrated this great deliverance. So he says, all of you come up to the mountain. And so that's the place we're going. And so God said, I will come and show myself to these people. They are my people. They are my inheritance. I will lord over them as a wise king, as a benevolent king. All are happy. And the first time the Lord is coming down the mountain. Just imagine if you are there in the mountain and you're going to see your God. And so all are lined up and they come to Mount Sinai and this is what happens. The first thing they see is not a dove, not rose petals coming. There's no Valentine. You know, this month is Valentine. You know, Valentine from Palestine to bless the intestine, you know, some food there, some, I wish it was nice, goody things coming, nothing happened. What happens first? Anybody? You remember the passage? God has come down. Now, before God could arrive, what happens? Anyone? Thunder. What is thunder? A sound. And then, anyone next? Lightning. Yeah, all the pictures are there. Yeah. And there is smoke. Thick smoke. And if you were standing next to Mount Sinai, what will happen to you? Would you say, wow, let me take a selfie? 
the whole crowd ran away. Is this our God? Is this the one who wrought salvation for us? Delivered us from all the big giant and the dynasty of Egypt? He's the one. They got scared. But to, to, to go straight into the matter, this is what happened. On the third day, the morning came and there was thunder and lightning. Look at the sound. I want you to observe the sound and the ministry, the power of the sound. A thick cloud upon the mountain and a very loud blast. Why can't you come silent, Lord? Why can't you put silence, please? Why don't you just come invisible? Look at the ministry of sound. Of the ram's horn went out, so all the people camp uh, in the camp trembled. Then Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was completely enveloped with smoke, because the Lord, the Lord, the Lord had descended on it in fire. And the smoke rose like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked violently. And the sound of ram's horn grew louder and louder. Moses spoke and God answered him in thunder. Sound. Think with me. I just make one line which is, which is just that point for us today. Sound was waxing louder and louder. And whenever the sound was growing louder and louder, he was approaching the Lord Almighty, Elohim, the one who's going to give him Yahweh, the Adonai was approaching, the Almighty One was coming. And so Moses would wait for the sound. He knew somewhere in by revelation, as the sound is growing louder, I'm hearing God. And as the sound grew louder and louder, Moses spoke. And when God would answer, it was a thunder. God's voice is a thunder. What is sound? I've written that, but I just want to tell it so that we will not miss the point. Sound transports spirits. Sound, sound is a transport system for a spirit being to communicate with you. Secondly, sound traffics. Sound traffics. That means when you say there are more traffic here, that means more vehicles are going there. Whenever there is a sound that comes from you, any human being, you traffic a spirit being. I'll explain that. But God would come. A sound would come first and then the spirit being would come. Sound will utter and then God will come. Sound was the usher for God to come in. So whenever there's a sound, next you know, God the Spirit would come in His power and might. And Moses would not move an inch, even though people trembled. He knew when the sound of a rushing mighty wind, sound of many waters would come. When the sound was generated and produced, he knew next is the person of God, the glory of God that would manifest. Amen. That's why, let there be a sound in the house of God. I'll come to that in a while, but once the sound came, Next, the sound. Now, remove the middle line. Moses spoke and God answered. Now, remove that word Moses spoke and just go. God answered. As the ram sounded. And as the sound of the ram's horn grew louder, God answered. Sound, next is God. Sound, God. Sound is a prerequisite for God to come and manifest. Whenever there is a shout of praise. When you're standing and giving that roar of applause, when the worship leader says, let us make a joyful noise, and you're extolling the name of God, and the sound goes, sound is a transport system that will bring the presence of God down. Let me, let me show highlight of how this is when you look at David. David was a very unique man. These things, he did not get it from any theology book. He got it by revelation. There are certain things that revelation means uncovered. Jesus says, I think in Matthew chapter 11 verse 25, Father, I thank you because you have not revealed these things to the wise and the learned, but you have made it known to, revealed it to infants and babes. Infants and babes are, 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 are human beings who are just hardly two years old. A two-year-old cannot process intellectually. The cognition, the cognitive system is underdeveloped. It's there, but not yet developed. The Lord says, to infants and babes, I'll uncover great truth. No eye has seen no. Because eyes and ears are used for cognition. That's how you learn. Just imagine your eyes you cannot see, ears you cannot hear and you go to the classroom. How will you study? 
How will you process information? The Bible says, eyes cannot see, ears have not heard, mind has not understood what the Lord has prepared, but he has revealed to them by the Somebody missed that. Revealed to them by the 1st Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. Revealed to them by the Spirit. Once the Spirit of God comes, there is a revelation uncovering. Blindness is gone. No wonder Paul prays. I pray that you'll have your eyes of your heart may be enlightened and you'll have the revelation of the truth of God. We can have information. You can get it from Google or any place in the world, but revelation only will come from the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. That's why we sit under the ministry of the word. Now, what did David do? David took the ark. He left the outer court elements. He left the holy place elements. That's the altar of incense and uh, table of showbread. And then he had uh, the, uh, what's the other one? Seven golden lampstand. He removed all that. He just took the main portion. What is this called? Anybody? We all know that first time he messed it up. Now, let's look at the second time. He said, I want the ark of God, the presence of God in my home. So what did he do? Please observe this carefully. If you were to bring some very important, exquisite, exotic item from any part of the world to your house, you will make a space there. You'll have a room. Probably you'll have a barricade. Probably you'll put it in a locker. Probably you'll put it in some place and you want to control the, the atmosphere, the temperature. You'll do something to house that very important item. I don't know, whatever it is. So David said, if I were to house God, what are the things that God likes? How do I have him in my kingdom and not let him go? Does he like food? Does he like gold? Does he like pleasure? What is my God like? By revelation ministering to him right in the wilderness, David understood how to keep God in his kingdom. The only king who knew that strategy, he did not spend time in carving. He did not spend time in artistry. He did not spend time in buildings. Most of them would throw money and build. Although his heart was there, he knew how to house and host God. And this is a strategy we follow even today in our church. I pray that you will not miss out. So what he did, I went and reread all this and I said, let me get to know the numbers exactly. Somewhere 899, if I'm not wrong, 97, 99. First he said, I messed up. I brought the Philistine technology. I brought the Philistine cart and I put the presence of God on it and I thought I can have this my way and I will have it the ways of the world. That's why I said, God's things must be done God's way. It might look foolishness. If he says, go dip yourself seven times in River Jordan, do so. If he says, build an ark and be there, I'm going to come, do so. If God said, wait for seven days and I will give you grace to fight against the Philistine at Mikmash, do so. If he says, wait, I'm going to come back in my father's house and many rooms, wait there. That's why the will of God, no wonder Paul would say, Paul and Timothy or Paul and Silas, we are the slaves. What who's a slave? The one who sold out his will, his will to the master. Whatever you say, Lord, I'm willing to do. And that's what happened when you worship. When you worship and pray, the primary thing that is broken is your flesh and in your will. So a person who does not pray much, your will is well intact. As long as your will is good and intact, God cannot work with you because you want to work yourself. So if you're measuring your prayer time, if you're waiting before God, and if you're going to the place of prayer, one thing that happens over and over again, you become so malleable. You become so soft that God is able to imprint his ways on you. And he's keep looking at people around the planet to see upon whom I can imprint my ways. The softer you are, it's easier for him. Honestly, he will wait because it doesn't stick. His will will not stick to you. It's so repulsive. That's why prayer is a big strategy for a broken will. Now here we come. This is what David said. I want God here. All of you look at it. It's only one thing. Generate sound. The whole thing is about one word. Generate sound. Let there be a sound. A vibration. Release words. That will transport the realm of the spirit. Into the realm of the natural. Generate. So he said this is what God wanted. I did not consult the Levites. And this is what he said by revelation. Let's have 862 priests. He got two main priests or Levites, sorry, two priests and six Levitical leaders. 
He had three music directors. Look at there's no building, there's no architecture here. There's no sculpting, there's no painting like other religions would do. There's no statues of idol, of gold, of cement, of, 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 of uh, a cluster of Paris. There's nothing like that. Look at his strategy to keep God in his home, in his city. Three music directors, Haman, Asaph and Jerusalem. They are supposed to sound brass cymbals. When Anda falls in your house today, that's the sound that, that, that was produced. There's brass cymbals. If you know brass symbols, we don't have a drum. We used to have a drum in our church. Symbols, big symbols. You call it 18-inch symbols. 16 to 18 inch. Just imagine 16-inch anda in your house, vessel, bathroom, copper. You have it. Uh, they didn't gift you on the wedding. <laughs> Probably should marry the same girl again. Propose. See that one big sound, crashing of the sound. He knew. Then you have harps. Harps are big instruments. You know, you need to put those strings, big ones. Harps. Lyres are like guitar. So eight harps, seven lyres, six trumpets, all put together 24. 24 musicians sounding loudly. One music director, Kenenia. Kenenia was, was killed in singing. And then you have four gatekeepers. All put together, we're going to bring God. We're going to house God. What is it? Strategy of sound. Look at what David did there. All the Israel bought the ark of God with what? Shouts and with sounding of ram's horn and trumpets and cymbals and playing of lies in heart. God dwells in sound is the transport system for God to come down. I cried unto God. I cried unto God. I cried unto God. I gave a sound. I cried unto God and God heard my cry and he answered me, sound would reverberate the throne of God and God would come down in response. Sound will carry God himself. Let there be a sound of praise unto God. No wonder the psalmist was so, so extolling and said, all the earth praise him. The more we praise, the more we generate sound, we have him and his help. The kind of sound you generate is the kind of spirit you will host. Sound is gem. This is whenever you say sound and voice. Sound can be from any instrument, but the moment you say voice, it's from your mouth. It, it it is it is the usage of vocal cords. What do you say, Lord? I need you. Every hour I need you. What are you trying to do? You're you're bypassing all the earthly systems. You're bypassing the governance of the earth. You're bypassing human agency. Strictly, you're connecting to the realm of the spirit. Why don't we do that? The assistance of God is, we are so desperate for that assistance. Without the assistance of the Spirit, Christian life is futile. You can't. You can't handle spirits. Spirit of oppression. Spirit of depression. The spirits are looking for a loophole to evict you from the promise of God. I always say the heaven, hell is having a committee meeting over your destiny. The thief comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. The devil prowls like a roaring lion seeking to devour. The word devour means swallow. Unless we have a strategy. And God has given a strategy in our mouth. The kind of sound that you play will host that kind of spirit. What is the sound that's coming? Right now you listen to God's word. I'll tell you how to defy the message from the morning. You come Sunday, you're charged up so much, you go to the house and you switch on a movie. I'm not worried about the, the, the sound and, and the screen and all that. The sound that is generated in the quarters of your home is actually attracting the spirit. All that God blessed you, all that God deposited you, some sound supersedes and cancels that. Pastor will pray. And after pastor prays, releases a word of prophecy, a word of comfort, the moment you come and defy it with doubt, no, I don't believe it. And the moment you confess and your mouth begins to strangely get away into gossip, into lying, into hatred, you defy sound. Let me go there a little later, but come down to this place. And with them were Haman and Jeduthun, with trumpets and cymbals for those who should sound aloud. With instruments for the songs of God. Sound aloud. 
you got to keep on he put them on rota system make 16 divisions and he said do not leave the tent keep generating sound the more sound comes he is transported in our kingdom let there be praise unto god give thanks to god for he is good give thanks to the one who made sun moon and stars give thanks to one who delivered us the more you recount and generate the sound his presence is manifest why are we there in the church silent when there's a song of praise heaven wants to assist you god spirit wants to come and overlap you God wants to bless you your 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 file in your office he wants to bless you with favor in your job the realm of the spirit wants to orchestrate the deliverance the only way you pull that down is the sound that you generate the ministry of sound make a sound make a sound make a sound he didn't say draw he didn't say do sculpture he didn't say design He didn't say wear a dress. He knew how the spirit realm activates. You want to traffic the signals of God. If, if if there is so much going on in this place, and if you want to traffic God in this house, if you want to traffic God and His ways and His work and His presence and His favor, generate a sound. Read the Word. For first thousand five hundred years, there was no printed Bible. So how did the early church celebrate faith? They generated sound from the mouth. They used to read the scripture, read it, read it. No way to write it down. So the the believer would hold it and go go meditate on it, go revise on it. Husband and wife would talk about it. Children would ponder on it, and they would say this because there's no recording system. You got to keep generating sound. The songs that you listen to. is so critical in the realm of the spirit god bless the music directors god bless the sound company god bless the artists i'm not at all bothered about that i'm bothered about the kind of spirit that's hosted in your heart and in your home what about our young people what about our home what about the movies that we listen what about the sound that is generated it is attracting a realm it is trafficking a realm some of our mobiles need a hot oil baptism today Some of our songs to be deleted. All that God is trying to do, you go to the home. I like this song. I like this. I'm sorry. If if only we knew the ministry of the sound. Let me go here. For those who like some more teas, please put transport, traffic, transfer, translate. All are the same. All are the same. All are the same. I'll give you two examples about the power of sound, the mystery of sound, the ministry of sound, and God. Our God operates in sound. Very simple. I just go have two slides there, but the earth was void in the beginning. God created heavens and the earth. The earth was void. Second, before before that, first. dark darkness was on the face of the deep. I'm telling shout, and you're telling silence. How contrary that is. No. formless empty tohu bohu in hebrew formless and void darkness darkness empty void no shape darkness god looked at that what did god say god did not say there is darkness look at the sound that he generated that which he sounded turned into light let me give a little little thought here for all of us little thought little thought i'm not going to go to the slide there If I was there, I would have looked at it and said, "There is darkness. There is darkness. There is emptiness. That's fact. It's fact. It's empty. It's dark. It's void. Darkness. 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 I will speak dark. God never uttered darkness. He knew how to handle darkness. He said, 'Let there be light.' Look at look at the voice of God. He never pondered on that which which is so decayed. No, the sound that generated from the mouth of God was light. If I was there thousand times, I'll say darkness. Then I'll realize, oh, in order to handle the darkness, I need to say light. You come to prayer for pastor, and you come to prayer and say any of the pastors. You say I'm sick. What will the pastor say? To come on, you know how the pastors pray. Come on, what what will the pastors? Pastor, I've got financial problem. I've got sickness. Come on, well, how will the pastors pray? Let me say today, you go to Pastor Abraham after this one, and you ask him to pray. What will he pray? Or what will he say? He will never ask 
all the details of the sickness. God will look at our words and we will quote the reference. God will bless you, brother. God will give you your job back. What are we trying to do? It's not make-believe positive mental attitude. It's a ministry of sound. The more I declare God's word over you, I'm making space for the chariots of God, the power, the presence and the person of God to touch you. That's the power of sound. If you go to pastor and say, Pastor, I've got a loan problem. I've got financial loss. He says, come, let's both cry for some time. What's going to happen? I'm going to come to that story. The, the priesthood. Levites would be, would be there. Okay, now let me go to that. If I go there, I'll lose my time. Every word that comes out from your mouth, people of God, believe this. Just believe this. Every word that comes out of the mouth does not, does not, does not go through filtration system of literature and linguistics. No. In the spirit, every word you utter either is light or darkness. Every word is light or darkness. Light is life. Darkness is death. Every word that you say. Did you know Matthew 12, 26? On the day of judgment, every word Sunny Prasad spoke will come to life. Just imagine my words will come to life. And walk with me. Hey, Sunny, this is what you spoke. Every word which I utter will come to life. And by my words, I will be acquitted. Or by my words, I'll be. If you are too serious about God's word, you'll know the power of the word. Why are we struggling right now in the ministry as far as our country is concerned? Because we generate words. Do not speak. Do not preach. What are you trying to say? You're trying to say, cancel the sound that reverberates heaven and brings in salvation. Salvation is not about reading. Salvation is not about listening. Romans 10, 9. Anybody? If you confess. Ah, if you confess with your mouth. Not if you zip up your mouth. If you confess with your mouth. Yeah. I believe in the heart that Jesus, the Lord raised him from the dead. You will be salvation. The premise for salvation is laid upon generating a sound from your mouth. Without you releasing that out, you're not saved. Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe in you, Lord. I trust in you, Lord. Even though I walk through the wilderness, I don't look at the wilderness. I know that you are with me. Your Lord and your staff, they comfort me. Even though I die, I will live. If Jesus would look at a, 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 a leper and say, you are leprous, you will be like this. Give me your hospital report. I'm sorry to say your skin will go everything. Your uh, skin, vascular system, your this. If Jesus would have said that, what's going to happen? He looks at leprosy and says, oh, you're cleansed. You activate the spirit of healing. You activate the power and the spirit of healing when you release a sound. Half an hour in the church, we say, lift up your praise and we are silent. I'm looking at this. This is my ministry from 1995. Generate sound. My brothers, my sisters, there's power. If this place has to be saturated with the power of God, it is premised, predicated on the sound that you bring. You bring your friend. You bring your mother. You bring your, 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 your relative. You bring someone burdened. Let them come to the house of God. Let there be a sound of praise. A sound of joy. A sound. No wonder Paul would say, right from the prison, rejoice. Generate a sound. Amen. Amen. Let that praise be there in your house. Look at our Hindu friends. They put one shloka. Why? Morning, five o'clock, they put their systems on. Why? Into the air. Most of their speakers are not home home theaters. They put it on the street. Look at friends of any faith. They, their faith is celebrated only when their sounds are made. Why we generate sound? You transport a spirit. Reverberations. That's how the realm of the spirit works. And that's what Jesus said. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me not to take a three-year break and do a world tour and make a name for myself and go back. No, he's anointed me to generate sound in preaching. 
So at the preaching, no wonder the Bible says, in the foolishness of your preaching, people will get saved. Amen. Amen. Two more stories. Acts chapter 2. How did the Spirit of God come? He could have come in many ways. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly there was a <laughs> sound. Sound. Sound was an usher. Sound was a welcome officer. Sound was a transport system that brought the Holy Spirit of God. There was a sound. Like a mighty rushing wind came from heaven, filled the whole house. They saw tongues of flames of fire rested upon each one and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Sound and next you have mighty rushing wind. And as the sound came and what did the Holy Spirit help them to do? In which area they became skillful? They became skillful in generating sound. It's not that they, they were agile, they became muscular, they became too high-headed, they became too sophisticated, they were able to know that which Holy Spirit of God did on the day of Pentecost is to generate sound. And, and, and Paul goes on to say that sound, you're speaking mysteries in the spirit. You're speaking things that you don't even know. And God would begin, begin to work based on the sound that comes. And no wonder that book is called the Acts of the Apostles. Why? Because of the sound that they produced. Wherever they went, they preached. Wherever they went, they praised God. Wherever they went, they used to go to a prison and generate sound of praise and thunders would come. Lightning would come. Foundations would shake. Gates would open up. The sound. When the Lord is going to come down. First Thessalonians 4.16 The Lord himself shall descend from heaven. How? With a shout. Get used to raising your voice unto God. Get used to praising. It is not a denominational thing. It's the ministry and the mystery of sound that would traffic the signal of heaven over your life, over your family, over your business. With the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet, sound of God and the dead in Christ shall raise first. So the sound is going to welcome God. Sound transports. That's how God uses. It's the mystery of God. We don't understand how. But that's how it is. Let me go to two stories as I close. God. Where the people. Was the people of Israel. Six lakh men. Put women and children together. Two million. Two and a half million people. They traveled very well. Twenty-four months. And. Uh, oh yeah. Two, two years. They came to this place called Kadesh Barnia. Kadesh Barnia is somewhere in the tip here. So they traveled all the way from Goshen region, came across the Red Sea, went down here. This is the place there. And there's just one U-turn and you go to this whole new region. And the land of Canaan is here. So they, they probably another one year they would, they would go to the promised land. This region they settled for 38 years. They never moved. God waited for one entire generation to be great here. He said, no, I cannot work with you. You will not come. They became immobile, crippled in the prophecies of God. You can have so many prophecies over your life. You can have things written over your life. But if it is not matched up with the words that you say, that's why in the middle of a message, yes and an amen is powerful. Every time you say amen, it's like you're unlocking your heart and saying, let your word hit me, O oh Father. Let your promises come to life. I will see. Let your word operate in me. That's how it happens, happens in the spirit. We think too much logical, factual. It doesn't work. We have to go back and rot things in the flesh. Flesh will decompose and die. The man who walks in the spirit will live. Amen. Amen. So they come to this place and God tells Moses, send spies out. They go explore and they say, we can't fight. Now watch this. They're about to get into their promise. Probably six months, three months, or less than a year. They're going to have what heaven described their destiny. A land flowing with milk and honey. They had the promise in their life. But what did they do that night? <laughs> they all gathered together. They raised their voice. They had a special meeting. 
the night meeting. In fact, if you notice the night, it was a night that brought them deliverance. Secondly, it was one night that brought them destruction. Just one night. What did they do to destroy a generation? How was one generation destroyed? How can you destroy your life? After having miracles after miracles. After having prophecies over your life. After being under the cloud and, and cracking the Red Sea. You know all the details. How can you bury yourself sound? That night, they raised their voices and wept aloud. Finished. What did they say? They grumbled against Moses in hell. And the whole assembly said to them, if only we died. First line they said, they never uttered anything else but death. Some, we will die if we only die. We cannot get it. COVID has come. Recession is happening. We need to get away. I don't know whether God will help us. I don't know about my family. I don't know whether Jesus is real. I don't know why should I come to church. I know about my marriage, my business, my job. If you're going to look at all that, they were real. They saw the giants. They went in. They assessed the land. But no faith. In praise, in worship, in the word, you generate that faith. You stand upon faith is a substance. Substance that goes underneath and gives you that strong fitting to stand upon. That's faith. Our faith is on the work of Jesus Christ. Our faith is upon the word. We generate that faith. They cried one sound. We will die. That's what happened to them. We will die. Our children will die. Or in this wilderness. We will die here in Egypt. If only we died in Egypt or right in the wilderness. Why did the Lord bring us? We will fall by the sword. Our wives will be taken plunder. And at last they said we will go back. After all that God did for two years. 440 years. After all that the Lord did. They buried the things of God with their mouth. Dear people of God. What we do with our tongue. The sound that we generate. Be careful. Be careful. Husband and wife be careful. What you speak to your children, be careful. The track, the music tracks that you're playing, please be careful. I have no offense towards all the music generators. My contention is with the spirit. Never play games with the spirit. Some seven men went and tried to chase a demon out. Paul, I know the demon said. Jesus also I know. Who are you? And the demon overpowered seven of them. The inner were missing. You cannot play games with the spirit. Some of us come like that. Like that man in the synagogue. Troubled by a spirit every day. He was sitting in the synagogue. Some of our homes. That heaviness. Something that has come from the bloodline. Some habits that don't go away. Some losses you earn and earn. You come to the 15th or 16th of the month. It is drained. You got to identify. Has there been a spirit? Has there been. The demonic oppression. You are a Christian. But you have no freedom. I don't know why is it. If you are telling. I can't raise my voice in praise. When I pray there are no words coming. It is an issue. It is your birthright to pray. It is your birthright. You are seated in heavenly places. With all spiritual blessing. If it is not happening. Go for a spiritual diagnosis. Your tongue will give out praises. No wonder he says he has ordained praise even in the mouth of babes and infants. Wow, what a God we have. He thrives on sound. And after the sound was made, God was upset with that sound. <laughs> now tell them this. As surely as I live to class the Lord, I will do to you the very things I heard you say. That's all. Whatever you generated, you're grumbling, you're murmuring, and you're complaining. I, uh, my husband, uh, I, uh, my daughter, I, uh, India, I, uh, our leader, I, uh, the more we do that in this country, we will never have the favor of God. I will lose my job. We are not earning money. I expected from, from 2008 till now, we don't get permanent salary, me and Sunita. But if you come and see our account books, you'll be surprised. I don't know where to pay the next. I don't know. 
But I know for five those two fishes, he can do it. Unusually, God would stir up. My faith is, I need to pray. He got the whole world. He can stir up anybody in any part of the planet. He's God. And I'm thinking of a job. I'm thinking of a check. I'm thinking of Google. I'm thinking of Microsoft. And I'm telling the session, how long will you tune into the channels of the world? Where will you go and have a courtroom with God? You have a standing and a ranking at the throne of God. And you say, God, you are my supply. And the more you do that, you generate a transport system. I'm generating too much sound. Chitra had to close the door. No money. We get a double door. Oh, that sound is coming, yeah? Pastor Master, see the cry you see, see how one cry made someone close the door. It trafficked somebody, it stood up somebody at the black back door, crying sound. You 29, you will all drop dead, finished. If God said it, if God made a sound that you will drop dead, you're dead. He passed the whole transport system for 38 years, they never moved. They were at the oasis of Kadesh Barnia, drinking, thinking this is what we are. No, some of you have never opened your eyes to see what God has kept for you. You think your job, your salary, paying your rent and finishing your EMI is what you came here for the church for. No, this church is not that you will get one good bride and bridegroom. You came with an application. No, amazing grace, AG church is amazing. Not because you can get a hit one proposal and go off. No, God's plan is for you something so astounding that you can generate a sound and God would imprint his ways. There's much more to your life than that which can hit your bank account. Praise him. When the worship leader, little that we have, when sound comes praise, when the song is over praise, when the service is over praise, when something hits you, praise, open your mouth and generate a sound. Hallelujah. And he said, no one will enter the land except one person, Caleb. What did Caleb do? Caleb did. <laughs> this is what Caleb said. Wow. He said, all of them. Ayah, don't speak. Well, he told all his friends, Allah, You just leave that. Don't even open up. Don't generate that sound. Forget about that vocabulary. He kept on silencing, zipping up people. No, 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 no. And what was his narrative? This is what he said. Everywhere, this is what he said. He said, he didn't write, he said, he didn't discuss, he said, he said, he didn't type, he said, their protection is gone and it will go. The Lord is with us. He didn't say, I will fight. He didn't say, I will smoke them. No, their protection, he saw it in the realm of the spirit. I see that giants, 18 foot giants. I see that Hebron. I see that fortified cities. I see their protection is gone. The Lord is with us. Do not be afraid. We will take the land. Somebody got to say that God said, I will do it. God thrived and prospered on the sound of one man. Say two of them. Whatever you say, I will do. This earth, your life is in need of a sound so that God can operate through that window. What is the sound you're producing? What is the sound you're producing? Prayer. Some of our prayers need to graduate. And of our bless the bulb, bless the tube, bless the door, bless the house. Move away from that. Pray some prayers that you never prayed in life. Some things are awaiting and that will be predicated upon the sound that you do. Last point as we close. Battle of Jericho. I'll, I'll, I'll remove the battle of Jericho for the want of time. I'll go to this one. Sound strategy. That's very nice. Three armies came against Josephat. He did all the prayer but God said good. Praying is good. But I'll give you a strategy. And they were vast and numerous as the sand of the seashore. God said, can you generate sound and I will fight for you. Actually, that's the meaning. If you can generate a sound of praise, sound of faith, sound from the word, as long as you keep generating the sound, I will fight. Because it gives me the transport system to come. So, this is what happened. Most of the time, we miss this verse 19 and we just kind of quickly read it hurriedly and get into the passage. And the Levites from the Kohathites and the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord right after prayer meeting, right after the prayer of Josephah. They stood up and look at what they did. They praised the Lord. 
God of Israel, shouting in a very loud voice. Are they mad? So be it. Why in the world, right after a prayer meeting, you make a sound like that? What is the significance of that? And there were the priests. Priests knew how to stand before God. They made a very loud noise. Some time ago the issue in the state was the religious people have speakers and they're generating sound. You ask any religious people to stop their sound, they will not stop. And the reason is this, because they create a transport system. They want to traffic the signal. They will do any kind of sound, any vibration to attract the spirit. Shouting in a very loud voice. Look at the sequence of it. Verse 20. After consulting with people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead. The only king who said all the people are trained in the army, captains and colonels, all of you stay back. I want people who can generate sound. He said all the singers come in the front. Just imagine all those who are trained back, you know, the gallant ones, those who know how to operate in all the missionary, everyone are in the back. And God says get the sound system front. Get, get the, those who can generate the sound at the front. All the singers come. Generate sound. No, I don't sing properly. I don't. Just be there. Generate sound. That's a, that's not a divine technology. That's so simple. That we have a half an hour of practicing that every Sunday. From the day this church was born till this day. I think half the time in our service is spent in generating sounds of praise. And then we learn the word to generate that sound. If you have not been capitalizing on it, I lament over that. I pity you. Because God is at the disposal of the sound that comes out of your spirit. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is a stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Even though an army besiege me, they come and encircle me. I will not be afraid. What are you doing? Generating sound and the Lord would come. Psalm 91. Fantastic. The first one. Anybody help me out with that? He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. That first verse, if you want that to be operational, it is dependent on the second verse. I will say of the Lord. It's not that I'm in the shadow. It's not that I'm in that hiding place. If I want to get there, I, it is based upon my confession. I say of the Lord. He's my refuge and he's my strength. And thousand may fall, ten thousand this. It's based on the confession. Praise him. Get up in the morning and praise him. Seven times a day, David said, I praise him. He stationed people 24 by 7. Praise him. God inhabits the praises of people. Enough of lying. Enough of words of jealousy. Enough of careless talk. Because it attracts a foul spirit. Some of us need a fire baptism in our tongue. No wonder Pastor James in James chapter 3 was so, so meticulous to say, if you activate the wrong tongue, you bring in the hellfire. Oh, that's too dangerous. May God give us grace. Look at the next verse. Singers walking ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Verse 22. I put it out from one, I think, NET translation. When they began to shout and praise, the Lord suddenly attacked. The Lord, the Lord. You generate the sound and I will fight. If you want me to come, if you want to transport me, the host of heaven to come, you generate the sound. You praise him. Lord suddenly attacked. The Lord, Lord, what's called? Laid ambushes means surprise attack. This is a lot of time. No human, no human vessel here. No human instrument. There was panic and confusion in the camp of the enemy. Every Sunday you come and lift those hands and you keep praising, praising him, praising him, praising him. I pray that we will not, we will not coax people to praise. I pray that it will be your birthright when you stand there. You know, it's nothing to do with your background or your denomination. No, in our denomination we fold hands. We stand straight. We don't utter. No! Generate sound! Generate sound. Praise Him. Learn the words of praise. 
at home. Make sure. Those days they will say, pastors would say, no TV, no movie, no song. I go by it. After learning this. If anything that is foul, displeasing to the Lord, the barometer of the Spirit will highlight to you, delete that sound. That's why men of God would say, even when you pray, don't want any sound, because sound can distract you. Be careful of movies that you play. After coming to the house of God with high intensity praise and prayer, you go and, and you activate a different kind of sound. It nullifies. Amen. Paul and Silas in the prison, all that they had was one strategy. Generate sound in the darkest place. They could look at all their bruises and black and blue, lick their wounds and, and do everything and cry about it. But they said, no, we need a higher dimension in assistance of the spirit. Shall we all close our Bibles, put it down, stand up wherever you are. Lift your hands and begin to praise. One minute as I hand over the mic. Come on, everybody. Praise you, Jesus. Lord, we glorify. Lord, we glorify. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Everybody, can I hear your sound, please? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Praise your name. We praise your name. Lord. We praise your name. Hallelujah. Everybody, go ahead. One minute. Praise him. Praise him. Let the presence of God, the Spirit of God, come on. Sound. Sound. Let the sound come over. Let the Lord descend in his mighty power. As they praised him, the Lord suddenly attacked the enemy. Suddenly attacked the forces of the enemy. They were crying. They were weeping. They didn't know what to do. Joshua said, my eyes are upon you. And the Lord said, this is how I operate. Let me be praise. Let me be sound of worship unto God. Thank you for your victory. Somebody said, Lord, you are the one who will fill me. Your joy is my strength. Your victory is what I stand upon. You are the God of my life. I will not die but live. I will declare the glory of the Most High God. Somebody raise your voice and pray. Lord, I know you will go before me. You are behind me. You are the God of the angel armies. With you is power. With you is the splendor most high God. I trust in you. Pray, 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 pray. It's not about dignity. It's not about all the regalia that we have. It's not about whose background we come from. We are blood bought, bought by the Savior. He is our redeemer. We praise you, O God. We bless you, O Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Pray over your house and say, Lord, my house will generate praise. I, Lord, plead upon your word. In my house, your name will resound. Your glory will shine. Oh, God, no matter what I go through on the earth, I depend on you. My life is in your hand, oh, Father. We praise your name. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. If you're not being filled with the Spirit, lift your hand and say, Lord, I need that filling. I need that power. I need that strength. Be filled. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. I pray let the walls come down. Right now, no matter which part of the body you're sick, lay your hand. Let the healing of God. I shall be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak to sicknesses and bondages. Leave the body right now in Jesus' name. Oh, we worship you, God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let your presence rain down, O Father. We give you glory. We give you glory. Pastor, please come. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Our Father, teach each one of us to use our tongue to worship you and praise you, Lord. You are given a tongue that we can use, we can generate voice from it, Master, and help us to generate voice towards you, praising you, worshipping you. Make this a worshipping community, O Lord. Above Father, I pray each and every one of us as we go home, we will sing songs of praises to you, O God. Above Father, as we read the word of God, we will praise you. O God, we will praise you. We will adore you, O Lord. Above Father, it's not only for Sunday. I pray, Lord, all the days of our lives, so long as there is breath in our nostrils, we will learn to worship you. 
Amen. Lord, how important it is for us to worship you, O Lord. Amen. Lord, we have been created so that we can worship you, adore you. We pray, Lord, your glory will fill all the earth, O Lord, as we keep worshiping you, adoring you. Make our homes a place of worship, O Lord. Make our bedrooms a place of worship, O Lord. Make our place of work a place of worship, O Lord. We cry out to you, cry out to you, O God. Our Father, we pray as we worship you, we pray you will descend down, O Lord. You will come down in your glory, O Lord. O Lord, you will come down on clouds, O Lord, with archangels, Master. And Lord, we will have visions, and Lord, we will worship you more and more. We bless your name. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen.